This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope, the audio broadcast ministry of Pastor Rick Warren. Today, Pastor Rick continues in a series called 40 Days of Love. In these lessons, Rick looks into the Bible to help you better understand God's great love for you and to empower you to love others the way Jesus does. But first, in just a bit, we'll tell you how to get Pastor Rick's 40 Days of Love Bible Study with six video sessions and workbook. It's perfect for individual study and also great to do with a small group of friends. You can take a sneak peek by going to PastorRick.com while you listen. Or just text the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. That's the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. Right now, here's Pastor Rick with the final part of a message called, Loving Like Jesus Loves Me. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 13, if you love someone, you will be loyal to him no matter what the cost. You will always believe in him. Love believes. You will always believe in him, always expect the best of him, and always stand your ground defending him. Love believes. When everybody else believes the worst, love believes the best. Says, I'm gonna go ahead and move ahead. And this is what God wants you to do. It's exactly what Jesus did. He affirmed people around him. Jesus looked at people and he didn't see what they were, he saw what they could become. He saw their potential, he saw their growth, he saw what God intended for them to be. And he brought out the best in people, not by labeling them, but saying, I believe you can do it. I know you can do it. In fact, someday do a study of Jesus and how many times he says, you can do it. I believe in you. I know you can do this. Nothing will be impossible. If you trust me, you get my spirit inside of you, you depend on my power, you can do it. I believe in you. In fact, he said this, look at this screen. He says, as you, Heavenly Father, sent me into the world, I have sent them into the world. Now think about this. Jesus trusted the future of the entire world uh, to 12 fishermen, and one of them flamed out. So it was only 11. And these are just normal guys, no high school, no college education. And he spends three years with them and he says, okay guys, I believe in you, you can do this. Now you take this good news message to everybody else and you share it around the whole world, to Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria and the whole world, the Great Commission, and I'm trusting you guys, I believe in you, I know you can do this. And Jesus goes back to heaven and the angels say, okay, Jesus, you you died for all of humanity And how are you going to spread the good news? Well, I gave it to these 11 guys. And the angels are going, and what's your plan B? And Jesus says, there is no plan B. I believe in these guys. I know they can do it. I'm going to trust them. And that is what God says about you. In fact, let me just show you a series of verses. Look up here on the screen. Some are on your outline, some are up here. If you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there and it will move and nothing will be impossible to you. Jesus is saying to him, you can do it. With faith, you can do it. I believe in you, you can do it. In fact, Jesus said, everything is possible for him who believes. I believe in you, you can do it. With me in your heart and your spirit, God's spirit, God's power in you, you can do it. Look at this verse. Jesus told them, I assure you, if you have faith and you don't doubt, you can do things like this. He's talking about the miracles he had done. And much, much more, you can do it. 
fact, this is one of the most amazing verses. Look at this next one. Jesus says, the truth is, anyone who believes in me will do the same works I have done, huh? And even greater works because I, I'm going to be with my father. He's going, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. The things that I've done, you'll be able to do too? How is that possible? Well, here's how it's possible. When Jesus Christ was here physically in a body, he could only be in one place at one time. Now, Jesus can put his spirit in me and you and millions of other people, and he can be doing miracles in many places all at once. And he can answer prayer in many places all at once. And he says, you can do it. And Jesus wants you to believe in others too. Look at these verses here on the screen. He says, I want us to help each other with the faith that we have. And your faith will help me, and my faith will help you. In other words, this is why you need to be in a small group. Because sometimes you have a really tough week, and you get the faith kicked out of you. And you don't have any faith. And you're just, you're dead, and you're doubting, and you're down, and depressed, and discouraged, and maybe in despair. And he says, you know, when you're down, the other people in your group will have faith for you. And then later, when they're getting the faith kicked out of them, you can have faith for them. He says, we help each other out. We don't just believe in God. The Bible says if you're going to be a believer, that means believe not only in Jesus, it believes in, believe in each other. Let me say it again. If you're going to be a follower of Jesus, that means you not only believe in God and in Christ, it means you believe in each other. And that's what the church is for. We believe in each other and we help each other through tough times and we are a family the Bible says we are to show love to each other. Next verse says, let us consider how we may spur one another on to love and to good deeds. And we do that in our small groups. Okay, let's take the flap and let's look at this last one. If I'm going to learn to be a world-class lover, i got to show acceptance to, and I hope you're written in an amen, affirm the value of, offer forgiveness to, and demonstrate trust in. Write down a person, somebody specific this week. And all you do is you listen to this message, you walk out of here, you don't do this, you got nothing out of this. You got squat. You need to have a project. Somebody you see as the potential for growth that you can say, I believe in you. Maybe you can think of somebody who's been falsely accused of something and you need to go and say, I believe in you. Or maybe somebody they've questioned or you've questioned their motives. You need to go and say, I believe in you. Or somebody who has a potential that nobody else has seen, you need to say, I believe in you. You know, psychologists tell us that your self-image, how you see yourself, is largely determined by what you think the most important in your person in your life thinks about you. Let me say that again. The way you feel about you is determined by what you think the most important person in your life thinks about you. So as your friend, as your pastor, somebody who loves you, I'm telling you, you should make Jesus Christ the most important person in your life. Because he says, you are valuable. You are acceptable. You are lovable. You are forgivable. You are capable. And you need to stop listening to what everybody else is saying about you. You need to stop listening to what your conscience is saying to yourself. And you need to start listening Make Jesus Christ the most important person in your life and listen to what he says about you. 
See, it really doesn't matter what other people say. What matters is what God says and who you're going to believe anyway. Fred Craddock is a pastor. He tells this story about the time he was vacationing in Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Fred and his wife were seated at a table in a restaurant. It's a true story. And an old man came up to them and, and asked, are you folks on vacation? Yes, said Fred, and we're having a good time. The old man said, uh, so what do you do for a living? Fred said, I'm a preacher. Oh, said the old man, then let me tell you a preacher story. And he sat down by them. The old man said, you know, I was born an illegitimate child, and I never knew who my father was. And it was very, very hard on me growing up. And the kids in school made fun of me. And growing up, I didn't have any friends at all. When I walked around our little town, I always felt people were staring at me and looking at me and saying, I wonder who's the father of that boy. They said, you know, I spent a lot of time by myself. And as I said, I didn't have any friends. And this man said, one day a, a pastor came to town and everybody was talking about how good he was. And he said, I'd never gone to church, but I decided I'd go to church and hear this guy. So I went, and he was good. So he said, I kept going back. But each time I went to church, he said, I'd come in late and I'd leave early so I wouldn't have to talk to anybody. Sounds like a lot of you. <laughs> now I know. Okay. <laughs> Then one Sunday, he said, I got so caught up listening that I forgot to leave early. And the service ended and the people stood up and I couldn't get out the door. And suddenly, he said, I felt a heavy hand on my shoulder. And when I turned, that big, tall pastor was standing there with his hand on my shoulder looking at me. And he said, what's your name, son? Whose boy are you? Whose son are you? He said, you know, Fred, I just shook when I heard those words and I heard that question. But he said, before I could say anything, that pastor said this, I know who you are. I know who your family is. You have a distinct family resemblance he said you're you're the son of God the man said you know mister those words changed my life the old man got up and he left and a waitress came over a little bit later and said do you know who you were talking to and Fred said no he said she said that's Ben Hooper two-time governor of Tennessee. A man learned he was the child of God and it changed his whole direction. It changed his destiny. He learned he was valuable and acceptable and lovable and forgivable and capable. And it changed the rest of his life and all the opinions of other people didn't matter anymore. Now I know Without a doubt, you've had wounds in your life. You've been hurt, no doubt. And they're wounds from rejection. 
by peers and parents and all the other people I've talked about. God cares. I care. This church cares. You need to make Jesus Christ the most important person in your life and start filling your mind with what he says. That is the starting point for love. You can't love others until you know how much God loves you. Ephesians 3.18, may you have the power to understand, as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, and how deep God's love really is. Let's bow our heads. Thank you, Father, that you can heal broken hearts and bitter memories and damaged self-esteem and even the tears that are falling right now. Thank you. Thank you that we matter to you. Thank you that patterns can be erased and curse can be reversed. Thank you that you turn nobodies into somebodies. Thank you. Jesus, I ask that you help people today, these dear friends of mine, you help them to begin to see themselves through your eyes of love. Thank you that we can depend upon your love. Now you pray in your heart. I want you to say this. Dear Jesus Christ, Help me to see myself the way you see me. Thank you for creating me. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for dying for me. I don't understand it all. But thank you that you accept me and that you value me and that you forgive me and that you believe in me. I want to believe in you. I want to trust you. Help me to care more about what you think of me than what other people think. And may the truth set me free. Now with their heads still bowed, I want you to repeat these truths aloud, aloud, after me. Together, let's say it. Because of Jesus, I am acceptable. I am valuable. I'm lovable. I am forgivable. And I am capable. Jesus helped me to see myself through your eyes of love and help me to see others the same way. Amen. Hi, this is Pastor Rick. If you just prayed to accept Jesus Christ into your heart, congratulations. You're now my brother or sister in the Lord and you need to tell somebody and why don't you tell me, write to me 
rick at pastorrick.com. Just email me, rick at pastorrick.com, and tell me your story. I would love to read it. And by the way, I'll send you some free material to help you start in your new journey with the Lord. God bless you. This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. We're so happy you've chosen to study along with us today. Rick will be back in just a moment, but first, Jesus taught us that the greatest commandments are to love God with all your heart and to love your neighbor as yourself. We want to do this, but sometimes it's so difficult and we often fall short. That's why Pastor Rick created How to Love Like Jesus a free download which includes the special bonus teaching, Six Ways to Tame Your Temper, and you can get it for free right now by texting the word FREE to 800-600-5004. That's the word FREE to 800-600-5004. Jesus said, There's nothing more important than loving God and loving others. That's why Pastor Rick created the 40 Days of Love Bible Study that comes with a six-session DVD and workbook. In these sessions, Rick helps you understand how deep and wide God's love is for you and reveals how you can enjoy a happy and successful relationship with others by focusing on the spiritual principles of patience, kindness, truth, and forgiveness. This resource is perfect for a personal study, or you can invite a few friends over and do it in a small group setting. And today, when you give a gift to share the love of Jesus with people here and around the world, we'll send you Pastor Rick's 40 Days of Love Bible Study to say thanks. Get yours now and experience more fulfilling relationships as you live a life powered by the love of Jesus. Go to PastorRick.com right now to get your copy. Or just text the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. That's PastorRick.com or the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. And thank you so much for your support. Here's Pastor Rick to tell you about today's exciting opportunity. Jesus told his disciples that they should live their lives according to five specific purposes. He said, you've got to love God with all your heart, that's worship, and love your neighbor as yourself, that's ministry, that's called the great commandment. And then Jesus said, go make disciples, that's evangelism, baptize them into the family of God, that's fellowship, a sign of fellowship. And then he said, teach them to obey everything I've taught you, that's discipleship, and we call that the great commission. We believe at Daily Hope that a great commitment to the great commandment and the great commission will produce a great Christian, a great church, a great company, a great community. You know, I started Daily Hope so I could spread the good news about Jesus, not just across America, but all around the world. And we want people to know that God's word is filled with hope and truth. And the power that we need to follow him every day is available to every single one. You know as well as I do that the word of God changes lives. It's alive, it's active, and it breathes new life and new love into all of our lives. So wherever you listen to this, whether you listen on the website, whether you listen on a radio station, or whether you listen through a podcast, you're a part of the Daily Hope family, and I need your help. We could not do this without your support. Now, you know I don't take any funds from this broadcast. We don't have any giant 
million-dollar donor who's giving big gifts to this. It comes from daily donations from listeners like you. We're 100% listener-funded. Would you continue to pray for this broadcast, and would you continue to support us? And let write to me. Let, let me hear from you. I absolutely love reading the stories that are sent to me. So write me, pray for me, and support this ministry. And God will bless it, and God will bless you, and we'll get to heaven, and we'll thank God for all the people going to be in heaven because you cared. Be sure to join us next time as we look into God's Word for our daily hope. This program is sponsored by Pastor Rick's Daily Hope and your generous financial support.